0: Hey, what's up guys, Aaron here. So in this video talking about what happened today in court with Celsius. So if you just wanna know the TLDR too long didn't, I guess TLDW too long didn't watch, we still don't have a actual confirmation one way or the other. The judge heard everybody's side, which I'll talk about in this video, what those sides are, the different objections, who wants what, I'll cover that in this video. Uh, But ultimately, the judge is like, I'll take everything into consideration, and I can't make a decision right here, which is what we expected. The judge usually reads all the documents, which a ton, like hundreds of pages of documents, came in over the last 24 hours. So there's no way the judge could have read everything. So he heard everyone's arguments, he's going to read all the documents, do what he does, make sure he's not breaking the law, also factoring in that he realizes people want to get their crypto as soon as possible. And then hopefully soon, we don't know exactly when because we are heading into the holidays, he will come back with a decision. So here's what I want to talk about just to kind of get you guys up to speed. So there is this new kind of like hybrid plan that came out combining brick with parts of the original or the new mining co so i don't want to spend a long time in this video talking about what's happening here because until something is actually decided i feel like most people really really don't care so here we have kirkland and ellis basically saying that this new motion does not constitute a modification of the plan so we have kirkland and also white and case saying that there does not need to be a revote That's what they are fighting for, which I'll cover later in this video, a lot of their reasons. And they're also saying that this proposed new plan does not materially and adversely affect any creditors. And that is essential for the judge to believe that this new plan does not materially and adversely affect any creditors for him to approve it. So one of the objectors to this new mining co plan is going to be the ad hoc for borrowers and people that have a loan. And I'll cover in greater detail a little bit later in the video, the debtor's response to them and why they think they are wrong in objecting to this plan. So one of the big issues with the borrowers or one of their objections is that they are saying that the estate fiduciaries think that they have carte blanche power to do whatever they want to do under the confirmed plan, including here, reallocating 175 million dollars in liquid crypto otherwise available for distribution to this new mining co which would create a 225 million dollar slush fund as they call it so i'll talk more about this in just a moment but they are asking for the original orderly wind down which would give less money into this mining co and then more liquid crypto would come back to people And that would help people that have a loan, and that is why they are fighting for this. So here we have a pro se creditor. This is just a creditor like yourself, who has an enormous claim. He is the seventh largest creditor. He has $12.1 million in earn and $3.7 million in the borrow program. So his name is Christopher Villinger, and what he is ultimately arguing and trying to convey to the court is that this is an entirely different plan than the one that he voted for. He said that he voted in favor of the crypto-weighted distribution election. So that would be the toggle function. So if we go into an orderly wind down, there won't be any toggling as of now. So if you voted for all crypto, or I should say more crypto, or more equity, right now that entire toggle is void. So there won't be any toggling right now. He says here in the disclosure statement that further, the orderly wind down does not include any go forward business, thus terminating any potential for future upside. So he is making the case that this new mining co is not, again, what he voted for in the original plan. He also says that the $225 million in capitalization is excessive, For what is in essence a startup company and determined arbitrarily now i'll cover this later in the video what kirkland and ellis have to say about this extra money going into the mining co and how they believe it is still coming back into the creditor's hands even though it is not coming back in crypto it is still going to increase the value of the company that we are getting shares in. So ultimately, it really doesn't matter. That's their argument. He is also concerned about what he calls the apparent conflicts of the two co-chairs of the Official Committee of Unsecured Creditors, or the UCC, who have been selected to be board members of the mining co, and whether that may have influenced the decision to approve the additional capitalization of the mining co. So this guy who again is the seventh largest creditor, super rich, if he is watching this and wants to send me a Bitcoin, let me know. (laughs) Finally, he says, I respectfully request that the court require the debtors to either move forward with the orderly wind down as described in the disclosure statement, or establish a date by which I would be permitted to change my previous acceptance of the plan so next we have simon dixon talking about why he wants this new mining code to go through and he did a very comprehensive job of laying out all the reasons why it is dangerous to not have this mining co go through he really conveys to the judge how we did not lose dollars when we went into this bankruptcy but we lost crypto and that creditors must exit from chapter 11 as soon as possible To limit the risk of further losses of crypto due to this crypto dollar pricing arbitrage, he talks about how expensive it would be to continue this bankruptcy, possibly costing $20 million a month. And he mentions the fact that this extra $175 million that would go into the mining co capitalization would actually drive a stronger valuation for the mining co. Therefore, creditors will receive the full value of this $175 million. And this is what I'll cover in just a moment where we have the debtors and the UCC talking about this exact thing. And this is in contrast to what the ad hoc for the borrowers say. They are not saying that this extra $175 million will come back into creditors' hands. They are looking at it from just a borrower's perspective which again, I'll cover at the end of this video. So Simon ultimately says that he is in support of this mining co-transaction and does not want to have a revote because not only will this take more time, this will take more money, this will also increase the risk of what Simon calls the rug pull, which I made an entire video on, but in a nutshell, basically creditors would not get the value or any upside potential of the illiquid assets the mining hardware, and this new company. Basically, we would get 100% of our claim, which for a lot of people would be like 30% of their Bitcoin in terms of Bitcoin amounts, and we would not have the potential of getting anything more. That is what Simon does not want. He wants us to get crypto and also make sure that we get equity in this new company. So next we have Centerview Partners, which is the investment banking firm that's been in this bankruptcy since day one. So I just highlighted a couple parts of what he said without going through the entire 11 pages. He says that the orderly wind down described in the original disclosure statement assumed that the backup mining co would be capitalized with 50 million in cash, which in my opinion, or this guy's opinion, is entirely inadequate under these circumstances. Apparently, in the original disclosure statement, it said that the $50 million represents the absolute bare minimum cash necessary for the mining code to operate. The $225 million capitalization will enable the build out of the Cedarvale site, the purchase of which had not been consummated at the time the original disclosure statement was approved. So a lot of what he's talking about has to do with the borrower ad hoc's issues with this plan and extra money going into this mining co. So here he says what Simon Dixon said as well, that capitalizing the mining co with an incremental $175 million of fiat should, at minimum, result in a dollar-for-dollar increase in the mining co equity. So that's really important. The fact that he thinks that the extra money that we're using to not give to people immediately, but to capitalize this mining co will result in a dollar-for-dollar increase in the equity value, he says, at a minimum. He also says this extra capitalization is super important to survive the ups and downs of the next cycle. He says that Marathon Digital, which is another Bitcoin mining company, which has done over, I believe, a 4x in the last year, survived the last couple years of craziness because of their capitalization and low leverage. So ultimately, he says that capitalizing the mining co with more money is a good thing. And here he says it would help avoid a trip to chapter 11. I can't even imagine going into Chapter 11 again, but he does say that, and he's probably right. And the last story I want to talk about here, which is 34 pages, not going to cover everything, but it is the debtors, meaning Celsius, and also the UCC, in support of the motion. So this is, again, why the judge can't just say that he's going to approve one thing or the other, or he's going to require a new vote because all of this came in like less than 12 hours before the hearing today. So they go over the four types of distributions in an orderly wind down, the liquid crypto distribution, which is just all the crypto you get back immediately, the mining co common stock, illiquid recovery rights, so selling illiquid investments, and also the litigation proceeds, That would be like suing Tether, suing the insiders, suing Mashinsky, and also that could possibly include retail clawbacks as well. Here they say the mining co-transaction is not a modification of the plan. Rather, it implements the pivot described in the plan in the manner that was specifically disclosed to creditors. But even if they say the mining co-transaction is a modification to the plan, it does not require resolicitation or having everybody revote. Resolicitation, they say, is only required if a modification is material and adverse to the recoveries of creditors. They say that that is plainly not the case here. They say that this mining co transaction would result in increased recoveries versus the original orderly wind down and they're talking about the overall percentage recovery, not specifically how much crypto we would get back immediately. So the upfront crypto is less in this mining co transaction, but the overall recovery would be more at around three or 4%. So here they talk about that capitalizing the mining co with more money doesn't actually change the creditor recoveries, because all they would be doing is adding dollars to the balance sheet of this mining co, which again, they say would result in a dollar for dollar increase in the equity that we get of this mining co they say at minimum, so maybe even higher than $1 for $1. Kirkland and Ellis and White & Case kind of take their targets on the retail borrower ad hoc, which again has objected to this new Mining Co plan. They say that they have a single-minded focus on maximizing liquid crypto distributions for its members' own tax purposes. And so they can try to refinance their loans to avoid negative tax consequences and is willing, they say, to destroy the value of the mining co to the detriment of all creditors for even a slight increase in liquid crypto. And then they have another 25 or so some odd pages, which I'm not going to go into because that is basically all I want to cover right now. Basically, the judge is going to take all of these documents and what he heard in court today into consideration to do what he thinks is right for creditors, but is also legally correct. The judge is aware of this potential rug pull scenario where creditors could be made 100% whole on their claim, and then all the illiquid investments and the mining infrastructure, all that value would go to other entities or other people and not creditors. But ultimately the judge needs to do what is legally right. And if that requires a resolicitation for this new plan, then he will say that. So hopefully this gets sorted out soon. We are heading into Christmas and the New Year's. I really don't know if the court just takes off two weeks, which is very, very frustrating. I have no idea what that'll look like, but we are heading obviously into the holidays. So hopefully we get a resolution on this in the beginning of 2024. And I'll end the video there. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or if you celebrate something else, happy that. So I'll talk to you later guys till next time. Talk with you soon and bye for now.